Welcome back to the Michael Munoz Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Michael Munoz. I'm back. It's been like a month, maybe two months, but I'm back. I'm back for good, and I mean this one this time. I have time to do this. I've My fire has been ignited again to do my podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. So, today we're going to uh, talk about something that's pretty prevalent in our times today, especially with the whole Roe v. Wade overturn. If, if, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, obviously now it's about abortion. And oh man, I'm sure the people that heard me, the people that know me that don't agree with my opinion already are probably turning this off. Um, but if you're still here and you, you have a different opinion than me, please stay. I'm not here to bash you. I'm not here to condemn you. But I am here to tell you uh, the truth. Um, I am here to tell you the truth. The, the, the truth. And I just want you to listen. And don't sheep think. I Please, just think about it yourself. Right? Please. Please think about it yourself. And, and don't, go, don't go in. Don't be so open-minded with stuff that your brain falls out. Please, don't. I promise your brain will fall out, and um, if you don't think for yourself, that's how it's going to be. So, I had a AP government class, probably, it was last year, which, which was my senior year, and we had to do a, we, I was a senator, I was a mock senator, and I had to make a bill, right? Well... I chose abortion. Mind you, I was probably like six months into my conversion to Christianity, and I just had given my life to Christ, obviously, six months before, uh, roughly, and I was really into politics. Um, my opinion has not changed on this at all. It hasn't. It's, it's actually gotten even more strong, but I had to I had to let go of talking about it all the time because it used to anger me a lot. I have to be honest, just hearing other people's opinions on it annoyed me because I believe it's abortion is an evil action and I do believe it is murder so but but like I said earlier don't turn it off please just listen okay please just listen I'm not here to bash you just sharing my idea not my idea I'm sharing the truth actually my bad anyways I'm just gonna read you my bill and that's pretty much all I'm gonna do and then at the end I'll give a little more insight um to where I'm at Let's get it. Hello, respected members of the Senate. My name is Senator Munoz, and today I'm here to eject the action of abortions. Abortion to many is just a situation and not viewed as a human right to live. It could be the worst thing created since the beginning of time. According to all.org, 2,362 kids get murdered per day in just the U.S. alone. Those are actually abortions. Some of you may not agree, but that's why I'm here today. There are a mixture of reasons to get an abortion. For instance, if a kid is predicted to have autism, Down syndrome, or any birth defects. Also, a woman being sexually assaulted and not wanting to have the kid. Possible distraction from working or schooling. The distraction is the kid in this situation. Or even if they and their partner didn't use the correct protection that is available to avoid such a situation. But let me give you the real reason behind abortion or the genesis of it. I I could have used different wording here, but I definitely would have said the genesis behind it. Because the reason, it it was kind of both, but 
Anyway, that doesn't matter. I just had to say that. <laughs> Abortion was made by Margaret Sanger, the American activist. That has quotation marks, right? Her real name should be Americans. I should have said America's most racist. I put Americans. Oh, yikes. Oh, Senior Micah. I'm only a year removed from that. Oh, man. In a letter to Dr. C.J. Gamble, found on USA Today, USA Today, it, and all those journalists, journalism websites, most of them are liberal swinging. So when they post stuff like this, it's even like double true. I, I seriously like if they're posting something that goes against their against their uh, against their position. It's I'm just going to be honest. It's usually true. Um, Sanger states, and I quote. We do not want word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population and the minister that is the man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members. That's a real quote, guys. I'm, I'm, that is a real quote. We do not want word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. <laughs> That's a real quote. I can't say it any. I can't say it anymore. That's a real quote. <laughs> Bet you some of you listening are pretty surprised that are uh, playing both sides of the aisle over there. Oh, I'm just kidding. Please stay. Don't leave. <laughs> Another quote hailed out by Mrs. Sanger, and I quote, The most merciful thing that a family does to one of its infant members is to kill it. Mm, that's plain evil and not morally right at all. <laughs> According to Who, there are over 40... Point two million abortions this year alone worldwide. Uh, mind you, this was in 2020. This leads into my next point, which is the value of human life. Human life was very valuable to our founding fathers, as it seemed, because they built our country on Judeo-Christian laws. King David of Jerusalem says in the Bible that for you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. As you see, an unborn child is viewed as a life to these founding fathers based on what they, I said, based off what they made our country off of, which the wording could have been better, but nonetheless. In the Declaration of Independence, the document says, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. So what makes it okay for us to determine what babies get to live and which get to die? These kids that are getting aborted are not getting the chance at the first unalienable right, which is just to live. And we can do something great to create awareness. And now I will propose the mandatory sonogram bill. This bill would make it a mandate in all abortion clinics nationwide to show the patient that is thinking of getting an abortion the sonogram of the baby that is alive in them and making sure they understand the decision they are making. The aspiration for this bill is that the parents or the person wanting to get an abortion will rethink their decision and have the kid. It doesn't mean that they will 100% change their choice, but the sonogram can really put an end to the dehumanization of this issue because that's what abortions do. So before every abortion procedure, chemical or surgical, there has to be the viewing of the sonogram. After that viewing, the procedure can happen 24 hours after said appointment. This, this bill is very quintessential to the understanding of abortion for young individuals and parents looking into an abortion. The sonogram 
might not sound like much, but it could save babies' lives if you vote yes on the mandatory sonogram bill. Man. I mean, reading that just brings back so many memories um, of this class, especially. Um, but not just that, it brings back so, it, it brings back that, it brings back something. I don't know how to explain it. Um, it brings back the realness of this issue. It honestly does. I mean, when we don't have to go through this issue, right? Which mo- most of us don't, we don't go through this. Th- we don't go through this issue because a lot of people listening here, it's not even a question. If you're having a kid, you're going to, you're not going to have an abortion. Um, for those of you that are on that side and, and would be okay um, with getting an abortion, right? I have a question for you. I have a question for you. <laughs> would this... Do, do you personally think if you got to see what they did to the baby instead of just calling it an abortion, right? putting a word in front to make it seem less brutal, right? If you got to truly see what they did to the baby to abort it, or, or if, in, in, right, if, the, if you truly got to see that, or you got to see the sonogram and the fact that it has a heartbeat and that it's alive and that it has separate DNA from you, I have a question. Would you still go get that abortion? Would you still go get it? And, and I'm not shaming you. I'm just, I'm, I'm asking a question. Would you still walk in there and sack your, sack, it, sound, it sounds worse when I put it like this, but this is ultimately what it comes down to. Are you willing to sacrifice your kid for whatever thing you're, you're sacrificing the kid for? Are you willing to sacrifice it for money because you want to have a career? Are you willing to sacrifice the kids so you can be, so you don't have to deal with kids in the future? Or so you don't have to deal with the responsibility? You're sacrificing a kid, so you're sacrificing a kid in in turn for um, not being responsible? Or now that now that I bring these things to the attention, or if you were to watch a video or to see what they do when they pull the kid literally apart, they pull the limbs off the kid, they pull the limbs off the baby, they pull the legs off, then they pull the, they crush the skull, they they take the arms apart, they take the little fingers off. They can kill it in the third trimester, even in America. That means it could exist outside the womb. If it's in the third trimester, it can exist outside the womb and you're going to kill it. Would seeing that change your mind? Would it change your mind? And for those of you that that uh, um, wouldn't get an abortion yourself, but you are pro-choice, right? Hmm. I just asked that question because I think no one thinks about that. No one, people, I guarantee you, most people don't even look into it. They won't even look at it because they know in their hearts, God's word says he has written his law on every person's hearts. God's law is on our hearts, but what do we do? We suppress the truth by our wickedness. 
That is what we do. That is what us as humans do when we rebel. That's what we we're doing our whole lives. So putting a word in front of it, calling it an abortion, of course, it's not going to sound bad because it just sounds, oh, I'm just getting an abortion. That's all it sounds like. But when you bring it down to the nitty gritty and the genesis of what an abortion really is and what it, what the genesis of how it was created, you can't tell me it doesn't make you rethink that whole view that you have. Can't tell me it doesn't make you rethink it. You can't. And for those of you still listening, I appreciate it. I love you guys. And for those of you that disagree with me, I love you guys too. And that's why I'm telling you. I don't say it because I hate you. I love you guys. And I don't want to see this. I don't want to see you go down the the wrong road with this. Because there are babies that need to be saved. And I'll leave you with this last thing. Um, It's Mother's Day tomorrow. You love your mom, right? I just want you to think about this. If you were the baby inside the womb and your mom decided that she wanted to pick her career over you, so she wanted to sacrifice her kid so she can have a career, and you were in that situation, you were the kid in in the womb, what would you want your mom to pick? I'm telling you, it's a whole different ball game when you're put into the situation, right? And it's a whole different ball game when your mind is taken off just the word abortion and it's taken down to the nitty gritty and the DNA of what it really is. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys listening. God bless. Have a happy Mother's Day.